As America moves to EMV, the chip-based credit and debit card, the use of PINs, personal identification numbers, will not be widely used in the so-called chip and PIN credit cards. I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group. I caught up with Tim Webb at ISMG's Fraud Summit after his presentation on the future of fraud after EMV deployment in the United States. Webb is Senior Vice President and Director of Fraud Management of Banking Product Operations for Citizens Financial Group. And he points out that with credit cards, payment verification in most instances will involve a signature, not a PIN number. Speaking in terms of credit card, the consensus uh, among many issuers is that chip and signature requires less friction at the point of sale. It's a little quicker and easier for merchants and for consumers. But in the credit card environment today, uh, with the exception of a few ATM transactions, are all consummated uh, by signature today. So it's, it represents less change and less friction at the point of sale. In the debit card environment, there are many more uh, PIN transactions today, and so that will uh, be a little easier transition to chip and pin. Does that mean people like customers would be bothered by having to put in a pin rather than a uh, signature? I don't think it's a question so much of being bothered as the level of change associated with going to chip and having to dip a card into a chip reader versus uh, a magnetic stripe transaction and then combining that with the consumer having to remember a pin that in the past they've not had to remember. Is it as safe or not? to use signature over PIN? In many ways, PIN is more secure because it requires that additional level of authentication. In a PIN environment, lost and stolen transactions, uh, the fraud transactions would be less numerous. Uh, mail theft, non-receipt of credit card would be uh, more difficult to perpetrate. Uh, in a signature environment, those things could continue. Experts, including Webb, seed widespread adoption of EMV cards in the United States by late this decade. And he expects fraud involving credit and debit cards to change during that transition period from magnetic stripe to chip cards. Certainly card not present uh, fraud is the biggest challenge. Uh, EMV um, will manage down our counterfeit fraud problem very successfully, but the fraud will tend to migrate then to less secure channels, card not present being uh, foremost among them. Growing issuance of chip cards, hackers will increase their targeting of the dwindling number of magstripe cards in the marketplace, meaning that issuers who come late to issuing chip cards will find their customers more susceptible to hacking. Uh, the more chip cards that are introduced into the environment, the more attractive the remaining magnetic stripe cards become to fraudsters because they become the weaker link in the chain. Do you think uh, this will speed up uh, adoption by all issuers? Do you still think that some are still going to be slow in issuing? Well, inevitably some will be later than others, no matter what the level of urgency, but um, I do think that the increasing rate of attack and merchant compromises has caught the attention of most issuers and in fact merchants as well, that you know draws that urgency to make the move sooner than later. With most consumers having credit and debit cards with chips as the decade ends, Webb discusses what electronic fraud would look like as we enter the 2020s. Identity theft um, uh, will become more prevalent because as we reduce the counterfeit problem with chip and we reduce uh, ultimately reduce the card not present problem with other technologies, including tokenization, that sort of leaves identity theft 
as the remaining uh, card vulnerability. Do you also expect certain kinds of frauds we can't even imagine today? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I think that emerging technologies uh, like uh, near-field communication, Apple Pay in particular, and other wallets, we don't yet know what um, what criminal activity will result from those things. T today, they seem uh, pretty invulnerable, but eventually there will be vulnerabilities associated with those. As well. Do you see any vulnerabilities, say, with Apple Pay or some of those other ones at the moment? I think there are opportunities. I wouldn't call them uh, vulnerabilities. There are, there are opportunities in um, registering cards with mobile wallets in general, and how do we know whose card is being registered to whose device? That's an opportunity today that we need to solve for, and I think there are a lot of smart people solving for those things. But in general, mobile uh, wallets uh, are good for the ecosystem, and they're good for consumers. And that is because? Uh, because they're, they reduce friction at the point of sale. They increase security with uh, tokenization inherent as, p as part of that uh, ecosystem, and I think uh, it's good for everybody. At the ISMG Fraud Summit outside New York City, this is Eric Chabro.